my Bluetooth keyboard was pushing down on something and it gave my one page Google Doc 24 pages of like the space <laughs> bar must have been pressed down. So now I got to use my fucking fat ass finger to scoot all the way back up. I guess I should say our Google Doc, but when only one of us takes advantage of it 90% of the time, is it ours? Like if we shared custody of an animal, but I watch uh-huh. the animal 99% of the time, can you still say it's also your animal? Uh, I guess or I do you, would. You like dog sit the, like you dog sit the Google Doc. Oh, it's occasionally, there. Occasionally you pop in and say hi to it and pet it. Yeah. No. This is episode 260 of the Illustrious Gentleman podcast. That's Scott. I'm Ryan. We make comics. We do a podcast, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. And if they don't, if, you know, if, if listener doesn't watch his P's and Q's, I'm sorry, their P's and Q's, uh, we're going to do 260 more. Oh, Jesus. Just out of spite. Uh Listen and learn how to support the show on our website, tigshow.com. There's merch there. There's uh, thousands of instances of me speaking over Scott there. All sorts of fun stuff. T-I-G-S-H-O-W.com. Scott has a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash scottygod, where he sometimes does live streams and other goodies. And uh, I have a Patreon as well. It's patreon.com slash super75studios. So be a patron on Patreon. Now, do you think patron.com was taken? Why the E in Patreon? Is it because it's like an internet thing, like email, Patreon? No, no that sounds stupid. Well, oh, okay, but pa- Patreon sounds normal. I don't know. I don't care. I've never given it any thought, ever. I, You know, I wish you would, to be honest. I wish you'd... I'll do that today. That's all I'll do. Give a little more. Um, yeah. And then Scott has original art available. We're going to talk a little bit about our, uh, inktober, which the term has become problematic lately, but we're going to use it. What? Uh, inktober. What? What? Yeah. The the inktober itself has become problematic the last couple of years. That's why everyone does other tobers. Uh, because the guy who started it wanted to cease or wanted to stop people from selling, like they're collected Inktober booklets using the word Inktober. Oh. And then uh, he apparently also did an, uh, an inking book, like an instructional book on inking that borrowed heavily from an already previously published artist's book on inking. Oh. This, this is just what the internet told me. I don't, oh. I, don't know, I don't know the dude personally, although I think you and I, we did have lunch with him at Phoenix Con. We ate at the same table as him at Phoenix Comic Con once. No idea. I'll, we'll talk about it off the air. Uh, so that's why everyone's doing all this other Tobers instead of Inktober, but we're going to use the term Inktober because that's what people understand. Uh, so we're going to talk about Inktober a little bit, and uh, if you go to jeffmart.com, G-E-O-F-F-M-A-R-T.com, that's where you can... Uh, pre-buy Scott's Inktober pieces, which some of them are selling. No surprise, the big name characters are gone. But hey, if you love uh, if you love Batmite, get yeah, on sorry, get on that list. Gone, everybody, yeah, Batmite. I can no, I don't think I consider putting Batmite on. I might though. I think by the time 
ice october rolls around i don't know when this is coming out but anything that hasn't sold i think i might just drop half of the characters on the list and just replace them with batman and just do like 10 batmans 30 days of batman yeah yeah, it's funny. You're like you're, you're talking like this is a, like we're a podcast that like records weeks in advance. You don't you don't know when our podcast comes out. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You don't know when your podcast comes out is what I should say. Comes comes out day of the week. I know. That's right. Like, I just work when, here. When this podcast comes out, it'll be a week before Inktober starts. Okay. But we have nothing to talk about today. So normally we would talk about it Hi. next week. No. All right. But yeah, go to all of our websites, support our work so you can get more gems like this. I was tired of sitting in a in a with a with a white background like a sociopath. So I hung two thumbtacks and I'm gonna rotate original art behind me every week if I remember. Oh, get a Ryan sandwich. That's right. So today I got art. a uh, Today I got a, a storm oh, uh, print. Show us those guns. Today I got a storm print by uh, Chris Bruner and Rico Renzi, and then I got a, a Ultimate Spider-Man page by Stuart Eminen and Wade Von Grawbadger. Just hugging my my fat face, just squeezing it, like Kevin McCarthy. Isn't that his name? Kevin MacArthur. Yeah, Kevin McCarthy, in Home Alone. What do you? Oh, so my drink this week. So we're doing we're doing a morning uh, podcast for those not paying attention, and um, so Scott's got his coffee, but I made something special because I keep the spirit of this podcast alive. I don't I don't just quit on it. Oh, you and made I got, salad. I got a homemade. Oh my god! Well, I mean, I didn't squeeze the tomatoes, but it's a home just homemade. Uh, it's a homemade Bloody Mary oh. with. Uh, let me tell you what's the goodness is in this. It's got Trader Joe's brand Valley of the Gods plastic bottle vodka, V8, Worcestershire, mm-hmm. green Tabasco, a little pickle juice, some fresh cracked black pepper, a giant stalk of celery with the, with the leaves on, because that's how you know it's fancy. This is what you get. Yeah, you know, if you got this at a dive bar, they would just give you a little piece of celery with no leaves on it. The leaves are how you know it's special. And I got a Slim Jim in here that's going oh. limp because you need some sort of meat product in your in your Bloody Mary. And I wasn't going to cook bacon this morning just for this podcast. Plus, I'm on a diet, obviously, so bacon's out. Bloody Mary's the worst of humanity. So good. (laughs) If anything, the one fault I have already is that I put a little ice in there to keep it chilled, and now it's watering it down a little bit. Mmm. Mmm. So good. I'm having a legit gag reflex. (laughs) Do you want me to slowly and sensually eat this slim jim I, I can't believe you're drinking an alcoholic beverage with a slim jim in it i know like how can you make an alcoholic beverage better snap into a slim jim that's a florida bloody mary this episode is going to be me chewing oh god 
So what have you been? Um, it's our it's our world famous TikTok segment. What have you been watching? And don't talk about the thing we're going to talk about. We're going to save don't that for the meat of it. That. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I the thing I've been watching. I guess I'll say for Rex. Um, I'm caught up on House of the Dragon. I'm keeping up on that every week. I mm-hmm. like the weekly format. Uh, I guess that's also what I like about the Disney Plus shows. Uh, streaming services, please do this. Um, I agree. Bingings for weirdos. Yeah, I agree. Like, uh, if a, if the whole series drops at once, and my wife wants to watch it, then I have to devote an entire Saturday to watching. There's shit to do that show. Just drop it on like Tuesday or Friday nights, like a normal fucking pro uh, network, and give give us a week to digest it. Yeah, somebody put out a good show on Monday. So Monday's not just awful. Yeah, I don't we don't have anything Mondays or Tuesdays. Uh Tuesdays is chopped though, so sometimes we watch chopped on Tuesdays. Is that the motorcycle show? No, that's the cooking show. Oh. But there should be there should be uh what, what was it? What was the name of the motorcycle show? West Coast Choppers or something. There should be like West Coast Chopped where they just make like shitty tacos mm. with fish. Instead of like good tacos, yeah. without or, or they could have a like a a biker bar restaurant and call it chopped chopper or something. I don't know. Move on. It's gold, Jerry. Gold. Uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't know if there's anything. I'm, I'm really enjoying. I'm not ready to wreck it or talk about it yet. But I am enjoying She-Hulk to the point where when I got my wife to watch it, I rewatched the first four episodes of She-Hulk not that long ago. So I've seen the first four twice and uh, I didn't think I would like it, but I do like it. It's it's I think it's going to be a theme of of the show we're going to talk about later is that it's doing something different. It's like New Girl with superhero. It's like New Girl with She-Hulk is the vibe I get from She-Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. Too many fucking animals. They're all making noise right now. Yeah. Uh, No, I agree. I think She-Hulk is executing on its game plan. Uh, It's 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 fun. Yeah. And Um, even the even the shitty CGI makes sense if you think about it as being like an ABC sitcom with no budget and you don't think about it being a Disney production then the shitty CGI kind of makes sense. Uh, I suppose. It works for it. I suppose, yeah. Sure. <sighs> Tasty goodness. Trigger warning, man. So good. Spicy. It could be a little spicier. Next time, more Tabasco, more Worcestershire, and more pepper. I was afraid of going too heavy because this is honestly, you know, this is going to surprise you. This is the first one I've ever made from from myself. Mm. But I'm not buying any mix. I'm not a fucking child drinking Bloody Marys. You know, children, when they make their Bloody Marys, they buy the pre-mix. Yeah, I uh, going back to She-Hulk. My my 14-year-old was excited about the Daredevil mask cameo. For what reason? I don't know. He has no familiarity with Daredevil at all. But 
and then I appreciated him not being in the next episode at all. That, yeah. that was fun. Um, it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I think I, I appreciate productions trolling their haters as long as the production is quality. But if your production is shit, and then you shit on the people who are shitting on it, it just makes you look shittier. But thankfully, it's not a shitty production. Yeah, and they're everyone carries it off. So everyone performs it so well. So even when like the uh, the lawyers are essentially taking down their male client for being a chauvinist piece of crap. Oh my gosh! Is your, snakes, is your house cats? Come on! Is your house getting ransacked? <sighs> Goddamn cats freaking now to wrestle. Did the DOJ, did the FBI invade your house looking for documents? They didn't find them. They're buried under the floorboards. I mean, what? Uh, yeah, but the, the actresses carry it off so well that it's that they're charming when they, they're charming with their social satire that uh it, i find it uh, adorable i don't mind i maybe even adorable is a problematic word but i i find them all adorable you're old enough oh i can i can say that <laughs> i'm old enough i can call like ladies honeys now and darling and stuff i can get away with it <laughs> as long as they're younger than you i guess oh well that's like more by, than half the planet by, by a by a certain margin oh so if they're like six months younger than me i can't can't call him honey darling oh, you can never call anybody honey That's... oh no all right well good thing that good thing that our our female listener is gonna appreciate our allyship uh but yeah i've been i've been watching that and then again just trying to watch as much sports as possible okay oh my oh my gosh is that i should just have the whole house fumigated with everybody in it You have too many animals. I, my that kid is was fact. Last night, my kid was talking to me, and he was like, "Oh, you guys should get a dog." So then you have like, uh, you know, you go on walks and all this other stuff. And I'm like, yeah, and then every time, get the fuck out. Every time I want to go out of town, I gotta get a dog watcher, and I gotta like, yeah, pay for. I, I, I was thinking uh, spring break, no fall break, whatever fucking break is coming up. This is the last day for my kids, and then they get two weeks off. Oh, it'd be nice to go somewhere. And I was like, oh, well, I can't for 15 years because I have animals. I have to wait for them all to die before I can do anything again. Well, it doesn't have to be 15 years. They might all they might all pass away today somehow. Yeah, they might just accidentally fall down an elevator shaft or something. Mm-hmm. You should you should put an add-on of an elevator shaft at your house just to push things down it. All right. So other than sports and She-Hulk, I don't know. I haven't been watching anything. And this, I know She-Hulk's a wreck, though. I I, I never know what to talk about here because yeah. if it's something I like, then I have to save it for the end. Right. right. I don't know. I'm going to talk about the show that I've been watching then. I completed all three seasons of Ghosts on HBO Max, the okay. BBC show, not the eight, the American import. 
on ABC. Apparently I've seen commercials for this and it looks like an ABC show. And I, <sighs> yeah, I've got a bias against network sitcoms. I think they're all stupid and I hate them and I won't watch them, but I think this show is adorable and I quite liked it. It was right, a feel good the... show. Are they half hour episodes easily digestible? Yeah, I think there's three seasons and they're each like six episodes long. Yeah, that's why it's British great. TV is so good. Yeah, yeah, it's great. What's it about? Uh, this uh, this young couple inherits an old mansion in the English countryside, and uh, it's inhabited by a bunch of ghosts from people who have died there over the years. And she gets a head injury and is able to see the ghosts after a few episodes. So it's all about them just kind of coexisting. It's very clever and well done. It's got a lot of heart. Give it a watch. You'll like it. What if people with CTE, what if it's not driving them crazy? What if once they get CTE, they can see ghosts and ghosts are telling them what to do? So that's where their problematic behavior comes in. See, that's the American remake should be that, like a former NFL player. Yeah. Retires to like Boca Raton. Yes, exactly. That's, that should be it. Give me Herschel Walker in a show where he's just talking to ghosts. Yeah, well, that's essentially his campaign right now. He's yeah. just talking yeah, you, to ghosts. You don't tell him the premise of the show. You just follow him around with the camera, and then you CGI in ghosts next to him after the fact. <sighs> yeah. Hey, Herschel, did you... Herschel, tell them about the bad air coming from China. Uh, Jim Hanna wants to know, Scott, he does. Do I try and fix my printer or do I throw it away and buy a new one? Um, you come over to my house and you can throw it on my cats. I don't know. What what do you mean? Fix? I don't, I I don't know the context here, Jim. Yeah. I, I I realized like back in the day, people, yeah, back in the day, people fixed things and now we just buy new replacements um, uh because that they're not made to be fixed nothing now is made to be fixed yeah and I, if i had gotten this question from young james hannah big jimmy hannah uh like a year and a half ago i would have given him my 11 by 17 printer that i just threw in the garbage because i had two now that's some white privilege right there <laughs> like I, I had two oversized <laughs> printer scanner copiers and i couldn't fit them both in my car So that Epson, or no, the brother, the one I had longest, which was probably the better of the two, the brother went into the garbage can. I realize that sounds bad. That's not what I mean. Yeah, brother I printer. Um, it's, it, certainly, Jim's not an idiot, so he has looked into this and Googled whatever the problem is. I don't know. I don't know, Jim. Well... I promised him we'd get to the bottom of it. And I guess the solution is, why are you still printing shit out? Why are you still printing shit out, Jim? It's 2022, man. What do you mean? I know he has an iPad. Yeah. What do you need a printer for? He likes inking traditionally. I guess. I I know someone who tried that. 
Yeah, I know yeah. someone who tried that shit this week. <laughs> I I started the same page twice, and they're both in the bin right now. Or the so, trash can. For so do you, do you want to explain? Do you want to explain this to listener who's not in our Discord no, chat? Not especially. <laughs> so that's why they should get on your Inktober sketch list or commission list and your uh i guess it's the sketch list because you're not doing commissions for them they should get on your sketch list and your commission list if you still have spots at jeffmart.com that's right that's jeff with a g like the giraffe one g two f's jeff <laughs> i got another question for you scott yeah no yeah you ever get fomo get what FOMO. FOMO, like F-O-M-O? Yeah. You, you put a tweet, uh, you sent a tweet this morning or last night F-O-M-O. asking someone what AMA means, and I'm wondering if you really don't know what any of these acronyms mean. I don't or know what just... FOMO means. A- the Fear AMA of... was a joke. That's okay. A joke. Was it? How many likes did Ask you Ask me joke anything. How, how many jo- How many? So I asked... I asked a question. That's a good how many, joke. How many likes did that good joke get? Uh, I got the like from the person I asked it of. Well, there you go. He oh, probably just liked me. it. He probably liked it because he was feeling sorry that you don't know what AMA now, means. Phillip's opinion is the only opinion in the world that means anything to me. FOMO, fear of missing out. Like, uh, oh, okay. I was planning my trip. I was planning my trip to DC and then I'm going to spend a day in Baltimore. So all I'm doing is getting hyper obsessive about like researching bars. I want to go to there uh-huh. because somewhere in the back of my mind, I don't think I've been to my favorite bar yet. And it's driving me crazy. Uh-huh. So how am I going to know unless I expose myself to as many dive bars yeah. as possible? Don't do that. Uh, if you want to continue to see bars, continue to have the opportunity, do not expose yourself to anything. This sounds like a thing that a little bit of talk therapy and some medication might be able to help you with. But you don't like, if someone asks you, what's your favorite, like if someone asked me like, what's your favorite beer? Uh huh. It'd be hard for me to say because I know there's a beer out there that I'm going to like better than anything I've ever had. I just haven't had it yet. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think you are of an age where you could probably say what your favorite things are. Getting my fucking nine year old to eat dinner and telling him, oh, just fucking try. You know, the chicken cordon blue or whatever, because it might be the best thing you've ever had. You could be missing out on your new favorite thing. That's fine for a nine year old. Um, I don't think you should stress over it, you know? Well, um, but you don't, you don't have that. Like, if there's a con going on, that I don't, I, I'm not missing that. Like, if there's a con that everyone's at that I'm not at, I don't miss, I don't have FOMO about going to the con. I have FOMO about the con hang afterwards. Like what bar are they going to go to? Who's there? What are we going to talk about? 
I could be missing out on a bunch of fun. Sure. Yeah. And I'm not having fun at home on my computer wishing I was in another city. <sighs> Them's the breaks, man. This is this sounds like a thing that uh could potentially it it sounds awful actually being miserable thinking about the fun you're not having. That sounds like a uh, uh, an easily avoidable tragedy. Well, does it sound better if I phrase it as like, I'm obsessed with trying as much new things as possible, going to as many new places? I think that's uh, problematic. The really? The obsessed part, yes. I well, think in, enjoying trying new things, I we're think start is talking literally perfectly now? healthy. Okay. If we're going to start taking each other literally, then... Uh, your guinea pig chewing on that fucking metal thing is literally driving me crazy. I'll, I'll mute my mic. No, please It'll don't. It'll be just like a regular episode. I'm just being saucy because of my saucy cocktail. <laughs> you're, being, you're being spicy? That's right. Uh, yeah, as I was writing these notes down, I was like, I'm, you know, I really want to try as much as possible and do as many things as possible. But then I was like, within reason, like I'm not going to be ziplining through a fucking like rainforest. Uh, I'm not going to be eating anything that its heart is still beating. I've never done uh, that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, I, I, I always think that there's something, something great that I haven't. Uh, tried yet, and I'm and I'm always thinking about what. Yeah, sure. How can I? Yeah. How can I? Put, how can I put myself in in a position to to uh, be open to these experiences? Sure. Yes. Yeah. I think that's a that is a a positive outlook. Yes. But but, but as soon as it, I I think obsessive is. N negative all right well do you think spending an hour cross-referencing and researching bars within a walking distance of my train stop is obsessive or good plan yes i think it's the former oh i think it's the latter oh all right well yeah. i mean it agree agree to disagree yeah, look, it, it, as long as it's not interfering with your quality of life. Oh, you mean as long as I'm doing that, as long as I'm not doing, not working instead of doing that, then I should be okay? Yeah, it's just like anything else, right? Yeah, as long as I'm not like five pages behind my page count total this week, but yeah. I do have a long Google Doc full of bars in three different cities on the East Coast. Everything should be fine. Uh, let's get into our Inktober plans so that we could talk a little bit about Andor towards the end. Um, why, uh, why are you trying, why are you doing Inktober this year? And if it's just the money, I want you to be honest, but if it's yes. a personal challenge, I also want you to be honest. No, it's the money. <laughs> there is money to be made drawing popular characters during Inktober. Yeah. I, yes. I have dentist appointments coming up and birthdays. Is that why you chose the Bat-tober as well? Because, oh, spoiler alert, announcement alert, 
it's already been announced because it's on your. Yeah, no right. Yeah. Telling you, man, October, October was good for me last year, but you went Bat-tober. You're a DC guy. Yeah. You know, I know what side my bread is buttered on. I don't know. Mm -hmm. That's how it goes. Uh, Who are you most excited to draw in your uh, 31 days of hashtag Bat-tober? I don't know. I feel like everybody likes drawing Mr. Freeze. Are you gonna Play do face. the? Are you gonna do the? Uh, are you gonna do the uh, Joel Schumacher Mister Freeze? Or are you gonna do the Mike Mignola designed Batman animated series? Mr. No, Freeze? I'm totally going with the robed, cigar chomping, sparkly Mister Freeze. Yeah, yeah. Like cold as ice, conducting his minions to sing whatever fucking song. Yeah, yeah. And you're doing those at five by seven? Yes. Yeah, they're this size. Oh, we've already got a jump on it, cheater. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. I, want, I hope it does well for you. I think it Me will. Me too. Yeah. And uh, a lot of them are already pre-sold. So like I said to, to listener, yeah, hop on board. Like that's a Twitter. Quarter of them, I guess, at this point. Yeah. So, uh, so, so because I made really good money last year doing my hashtag Xtober, uh, this year I decided to not make money at all. And I'm doing, uh, try, trying to make a comic. Uh, and I'm going to do one panel a day, several days, I think three days or two panel days, but I tried to lump them easy panels together. Um, but basically it's going to be a nine page comic. Uh, a panel or two a day, fully inked, fully colored, uh, fully ballooned. What's ballooned. lettered? Lettered is the term. Yeah, I think ballooned is right. When you work in comics. Um, and uh, yeah, so I'm doing like a, there's a character I sketched out. So years ago, there's a character that I drew on a promotional thing when me and a writer were kicking around an idea of like a World War One comic about it, like a, kind of like a super soldier during world war one, but an old, he was already old at that time. So I guess his backstory would have been like, you know, he probably fought in like the civil war or whatever war, you know, pre- previous wars. Mm. Um, 12. Yeah. Yeah. When he was like three, he fought in the civil war. Uh, you know, every capable man has to pick up a rifle and, uh, that didn't go anywhere, but I liked the design of that guy. And then a couple months ago at a drink and draw, I just sketched something very similar uh, and then, so for this, I was like, oh, let's play with that. So I created a character that doesn't really have a name, but the name of the comic is old man thunder punch. Cause he has these giant gloves. He's like, uh, what's her name? Gully from battle chasers. Mm. Isn't that her name with the giant gloves? Yeah. I confess. I don't know. Or, uh, there was also a Jeff Matsuda drawn comic kaboom. I think he also had big gloves. I don't know. Mm. Basically big, go- big glove guy. Big glove punch yeah, that 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 lucrative uh, oversized glove genre fad that's going around. Um, but yeah, he's gonna fight like monsters. The the promo image has a fairy chomping on his back. Like uh, he's gonna fight like uh, you know monsters and creatures, and there's magic and shit. Uh, and I'm kind of sticking to like uh, I I planned it out so that I'm 
inking it and coloring it a certain way. Like I'm trying to stick to like a, a plan on how I work on it to see how that, you know, to see how that uh, flow goes for me. Uh, but I'm excited about it. It's a tester to see how much I enjoy it and, and to see if it's feasible for me, like as warm ups every morning to just work on a panel a day of my own thing. And if you did that, like every three months, you'd have an issue. You know, every three months, you'd have 90 to 100 panels of a comic make an issue. And then that's four issues a year. That's an arc for people. And you're. <laughs> You should star in the sequel to We Bought a Zoo called I Live in a Zoo. Well, it's getting cool enough soon enough that I could put this shit back out in the garage. Yeah. Yeah, maybe oh, after man. fall break, we can go back to night recordings so I don't have to drink salads for breakfast. Um, but yeah, everyone should follow us on our social medias to, to follow our Inktobers. Um starting october 1st next saturday oh god it's a weekend okay mm-hmm. that's gonna be the tricky part is i'm traveling for like almost half of october so i'm gonna have to make sure i set aside time in between searching out bars and looking at uh beautiful pieces of artwork at museums oh Very you culture. can do them ahead of time too that's cheating you know who it's wins when you cheat smart. you know who wins when you cheat nobody oh nobody wins when you cheat all right let's talk about uh the first three the first three episodes of andor oh i only I, watched the first one i thought you watched oh you only watched the first one uh-huh they're only a half hour long, so I don't know what you've been doing the last three days. I don't know. I, I, it's all at the whim of the fourteen-year-old. You know, it's I don't want to watch it right now, but don't watch it without me. That's me to my wife. I'm the fourteen-year-old to my wife. Like yeah. I don't know if I have it in me to watch this right now, but I want to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe your fourteen-year-old, like me, has to be in the right emotional state to watch certain programming. He also spends a lot of time researching bars on the East Coast. Oh, cool. We should share. We should combine our Google Doc. <laughs> see if we have any duplicates. <laughs> see if we have any duplicate duplicates. Uh, yeah. So what did you think then? I mean, it, this to me, this is a I don't know enough about. I mean, I guess John Favreau was a very established filmmaker before he started, uh, you know, political political activist John Favreau. Before he started Star Wars, <laughs> right? <laughs> he uh, he was already well established, but a lot of them, before a lot of the people, made, that have, before, yeah, before he started made. Uh, but a lot of the people working on this, the Disney stuff, I haven't either heard of them that much, or I only knew them as an actor, like Bryce Dallas Howard or something like that. But this, I mean, this is Tony Gilroy. So I mean, he made what the three last Born movies, you know, the the good Born movies. Yeah, did he good. write? Rogue One. I was trying to remember where I'd seen the name. I think he. Yeah, I think he directed Rogue One. No, he didn't direct. Rogue no, One. Gareth Edwards directed Rogue One. Oh well, then he must have written it because he was definitely involved in it, or yeah. at least produced it. Um, but yeah. What were your What were your initial thoughts? Um, it'd, be, it'd be interesting to hear. It. It is doing something different, which I think 
the, maybe the majority of the Disney Plus shows have done. Um, I don't know if it's going to be successful in its execution at this point. Um, he feels, I, people like to say Han Solo is like a rogue and a scoundrel and shit, but he's also like super charming and like, I can't stay mad at you, but Andor is kind of those things without the Harrison Fordness, which is not a bad thing. It just makes him a different kind of character where you see him constantly uh, lying and manipulating people and stuff. All, but it's not really talked about in the first episode, I don't think. They don't talk about the rebellion or uh, anything like that. But you come in with that knowledge, right? I remember him. He's the good guy who's been doing this, you know, forever. So all of the awful things he does is in service of this greater good, which is interesting for, you know, a, a children's science fiction property. Yeah, I think I read somewhere where they're like, oh, this is the first uh, like mature Star Wars thing. Like, yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember the first pilot. I don't remember the, the first episode specifically, but I mean, they do cuss in this. And so it's it's not mature like uh, it's not Game of Thrones, you know. There's not there's not not like yeah, nobody's and fucking your sister. Yeah, it's not that. Uh, well, I guess not yet. Only, I haven't seen on, episode two. I'm only on episode three, but so far, no sister fucking going on yet. Um, but yeah, I, I like the tone of it because it if you it, even if you say we're gonna make this for like the the people in their thirties or whatever if that's your goal going into it is you're not going to try to make it to sell toys or whatever, then I think it lowers the silliness factor, which that's my big problem with a lot of this stuff is that it's overly silly for silliness sake. And if you let it go unchecked, then you get Thor love and thunder. So this so far three episodes in the silliness factor is kept fairly, really low, which I appreciate. Um, again in the one episode i saw it stayed tonally consistent um i don't know that that tone is really engaging for me but i'll give it a few more episodes that um i'm not quite at the the layman opinion where i was bored to death but eh, yeah but also i I, I wasn't taken with it either i think john's a big fan of like some of the Star Wars shows that were not, so I wouldn't take uh, his. Uh, well, John likes lightsabers. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, you know that meme of that 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 woman who like her, she likes it and then she's not sure she likes it and then she likes it again. I had the the second episode had me like, oh man, because the first episode I was like, oh cool, like I I like the tone, I like where it's, it, I like the slow build, the espionage factor, that kind of thing. I was digging it. And the second one has that too, but then the second one didn't do as much for me. And I was like, uh oh, oh we're trending down. Yeah. It, it, this is a me problem that I only half watch these shows because I'm usually working while they're on. So I don't, I don't know what the point is. I'm not sure what he was pursuing or I don't know what, I, I don't know well, what his goals you, are. You saw the instigating incident, correct? 
We don't want to spoil it because people haven't watched it yet. No, we something happens it. at the beginning. There's, I mean, by the time this comes out, there's going to be four episodes. I don't know. Yeah, oh, right. The, the 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 thing that he does at the beginning that that is a criminal act. Uh huh. The rest of the so far, the rest of the series is him just trying to run away, get off world. Oh, okay. I I don't know if I can continue talking about this without talking about this. All right, then. Spoiler alert, listener. Uh, yeah, spoil alert and or kills people. Yeah, bad guys. Yeah, well, done corrupt that. cops, which I like that too. Yeah, I don't know that I do. Uh, I, I don't think I need CSI in my Star Wars. <laughs> Every time... Uh, investigator guy came on and was doing stuff that I don't know. It, it, it feels like, I don't know. It, it's weird within the context of star Wars because of the traditional scope of star Wars to then narrow this and look at a part of it, like that you could only see under a microscope. And in 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 the uh, in the expanse of the conflict between the rebellion and the empire, the idea that two dead security officers would be of any consequence is I don't know. It 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 really causes me to suspend my disbelief a lot. To the point where it almost it does take me out of the plot. Yeah, I don't like it. Belief on a Star Wars show. Yeah, uh, I don't like it. Yeah, I will say that the um, that character and that storyline is kind of what also made me like, oh fuck, man, like that guy's whack. This is kind of whack. But I will say, episode three turns it around, and I think it's going to head in a neat direction. All right. Again, it not again because I haven't said it, but I'll say it now. It all comes down to the execution. I mean, there are a lot of tropes and ideas and a lot of things that I don't like, but it can be overcome through uh, clever and talented execution. So maybe it'll do that. Yeah, I really enjoyed episode three, and I hope it doesn't. I hope it doesn't get more spectacular. I want it to stay a low stakes like spy like spy thriller like i don't want it i i hope it doesn't touch any more on anything having to do with the star wars universe other than you know the goal of it is to turn turn this guy cassian into the cassian we know in rogue one who's already an established he's already uh, that guy he's already a rebellion guy i think no, i don't think so i think he's a guy who hates the he's a guy well, who hates the empire but he's an he's, active participant in the rebellion by the time we meet him in Rogue One. I guess. I don't know. He had that line in Rogue One where he said he's been doing this since he was six. So if he's not already that guy, even though he's clearly to our eyeballs older than the guy that was in Rogue One. Come on. What are you doing? We, we don't this doesn't need to be an origin story. I don't care how he came. Right. I, yes. That's a different discussion though, about whether we even need to see this. 
But the problem is we're watch. I'm watching it. So I, I would say so far it is, it's the most promising of the star Wars TV shows to me. It looks great. It doesn't look cheap. Like Obi-Wan did. It doesn't look like it was, you know, they had 20 by 20 set of dirt that they had a green screen behind. You know, it looks yeah. good. Yeah, I, I said yesterday to someone that uh, whenever there's not like a like a ship on the screen that's obviously a CGI or whatever, it looks like a straight up well done like movie or TV show. You know, everything about it would make you think that it's just like a it's just like a regular TV show that just happens to take place in this world, and then it's almost jarring sometimes when they get into like a a fucking spaceship and go off planet. It's almost like, Oh shit. I forget it. I forgot it's a star Wars show. Yeah. And that's it, it, it looks, I like about it. It looks like it costs money. You know, it, it looks as expensive as house of the dragon or rings of power. It's, it looks good. Yeah. I'm excited about it. This so is what I want. That part. But the, the genre piece, the, like the, espionage intrigue political thriller shit is one of my least favorite genres but if they execute it in an interesting way then i'll be happy about that fucking garbage trucks back but it it, (laughs) there's the claim a lot that star wars is creatively bankrupt and people say oh do something different and then they do something different like this and for for a second i was ashamed of having the thought it's like oh geez i wish there were lightsabers or something because this is so boring i I actually have the thought like this would have been a more it would it wouldn't i mean people want it people want to watch it because it's a oh i know that guy right that whole thing like i know that guy fan service yeah but uh it would be be i think it'd be a better told story if we went, we showed the roots of the rebellion and then maybe in the last episode, you know, he's a cameo, but they recruit him in the last episode, but show us more of the rebellion previous to this guy. We know because we got plenty of him in a two and a half hour okay. movie. Like, um, this means something to somebody. Maybe you're that somebody, but at the beginning of the first episode, we get the date stamp BBY five. Yeah. You I don't know, know what that was that a date. I didn't Google it. That's a date. So I don't. Yeah, this is. I think it's supposed. I think it's supposed to mean five years after. No, that doesn't make sense, because in this world, Luke is like a teenager already, or Luke would be like 10 or 11 at this. time. So I I guess that's of consequence. Is there not a formal like rebellion yet? Is are they not like a group? I guess having that context might change my mind on some stuff a little bit. Hang on. I'm going to Google it. Cause I don't know. When was Mando? Mando was after the end of six. This is, this is after, this after three. the end of, or sometime between. BBY means before the battle of Yavin. Okay, which happened at the end of four. Right, so this is five years. At, no, isn't it the end of three? Isn't you having the Ewok moon? In yeah, the context no, of broader no. Star Wars events. 
No. Oh, the destruction of the first Death Star. Right. So it's five years after the end of four. You're right. This is right. five. Wait, whoa. No, that can't be right. Because he's dead before four. Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, five years before the 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 end of four. Okay. Before Battle of Yavin, not after Battle. Not, so, not A B Y dipshit. It's B B Y five. Right. So this takes place five years before episode four, which would set it like fifteen to twenty years after episode three. I'm yeah. back to having no interest. Yeah, but yes, we're all correct. This takes place before episode four, obviously, because he dies before episode right. four. So I don't know the timeline then, I guess, of the formation of the rebellion. I guess at the end, no, at the beginning of four, well, this would they be... say that the Galactic Senate has been dissolved. Right, but BBY5 would imply that he's in the rebellion for five years. This was set five years before rogue one, because as soon as they get the death star plans, they destroy the death star like a month later. So this is five set five years before rogue one, which uh, I feel like I'm inhabiting my mom's body talking to like 12 year old me. About the Federation of planets and, and the Ferengi, but yeah, so, so an easier way to do this would just say, um, five years before the events of Rogue One, but okay. no, they want people to Google that shit, they want us to work for their entertainment. Yeah, I guess I don't know, is the the creation of a formal rebellion gonna be a part of the show? I don't understand. So it, I, I assume all the flashbacks and shit, the kid stuff is all him and his sister on the Lord of the Flies planet. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they try okay. to trick you. They try to trick you in episode three to make you think that that might not be the case, but you solve the riddle. Good for you. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. That's got something to do with the Empire, I guess. And I I don't know, man. I All of this is just sort of washing over me. I, I am a... Um, I, I, I am just a spectator, an uninvested spectator. Yeah, I'm going to stick by it and say I'm more excited for this than I... After three episodes... And it helps that they're half-hour episodes. I feel like Mando sometimes was an hour, sometimes it was like 48 minutes. This is always around between 30 and 40 minutes, which I enjoy. Um, and I, I, I like it. It's a more grounded thing. I don't need to see a fucking dude in Mandalorian armor like fly with his fucking jetpack and shit. Like, I'm That's happy with this. That's what Star Wars is. Well, I like this. This, this it hits my wheelhouse... As long as it doesn't keep fucking, as long as it stays away from too much fan service, this is right in my wheelhouse. I know the world. I know the rules. I know what's happening in the greater scope of things. And this is just a story yeah. being told within that. And I dig that. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I'll, I'll 
continue. I can't promise I'm going to pay attention to any of it. I'm probably still going to work through all of the things. But uh, it's no ghosts, that's for sure. Oh, my gosh. The nice thing about Mando was that it occupied a space between the good guys and the bad guys where it it didn't have an affiliation. Give me some of that. Give me like a, if you're going to do police procedural intrigue garbage, then give me some like space private eye. Let's like looking for somebody in between the conflict between the good guys and the bad guys, just sort of weaving and dodging in between fights and, let me put your mind to rest. You're, you're putting too much weight on the five minutes of detecting that that dipshit did. It, that's not the show. Okay. I, I hope not. I hope not. I mean, they do run, run some blood samples and they do, you know, hard target, wide parameter. They search every outhouse and boathouse and farmhouse. Oh God, I wish Tommy Lee Jones was in this. It's uh Episode three really uh, set things in motion for me that I'm excited about. Okay. Well, I look forward to getting to that point, though. I don't think you do. I think you're fucking lying. All right. right. Uh, What do you want to wreck this week? I already did it. Oh, ghosts? Yeah. It's lovely. It's lovely. The lead looks just like Margot Kidder without the awful voice. Oh, so the whole thing is filmed like in a ditch somewhere? I said without the awful voice. Listeners out there, that's, that's Lois Lane. You can't talk Margo about Lois Kidder Lane. Stands like come for me. Talk about Lois. I'll fuck you up. Uh, I don't. I don't have any wrecks. Oh, since we talked last, uh, Everton got their first win of the season. Yeah, big W over West Ham. The Hammers, who are in sad, sad shape. Oh boy. They look bad. I mean, they're no Leicester City one point, but they're the hammers aren't looking good. And uh, Everton is rounding into form, baby. We're rounding into form. Now we got another two weeks for our goaltender and for our striker to get healthy before we take on the mighty Southampton. But uh, I'm, I, I have pa- – I – my uh, relegation fears are starting to dissuade, and I think we're solidly going to be 14th or 15th, maybe 13th. All right. We're building something, baby. That's, you know, that's, that's middle class. That's where I live. Emotionally, cool. financially. It's my heart. Cool. Yeah, I don't I don't have anything for Rex. No. Nothing I don't like anything. No, I recommend uh I, I recommend I, one of the things I like about the Inktober thing is uh watching people drop off after like day two. It's a fun little game. Like uh I think before I did it all before I did all of it last year, I think I had done two or three half assed attempts prior. Yeah. Um this year, I'm really going to try. But like I said, I'm going to be traveling. Yeah, Luckily, there's a, there's a solid night. chance I get through the sold ones and then just say, fuck it. 
They'll all sell. They'll all sell. I mean, look, if all of my Xtober ones sold, and I'm talking about like fucking Guido, which I think I Tom Healy bought for me, and I have it sitting on my de- on my at my work. I got to give it to Thomas Spawn editor Thomas Healy, editor in chief, I should say. Yeah, he's gonna. Baby. Yeah, he's gonna. He's gonna print some uh, some horrible shit about you in the the back of King Spawn. He's gonna take out an op ed piece. But your burrito. But if I can sell all of them, the only one I didn't sell, and I actually, so I did sell thirty-one of them, but I did it. I duplicated one because somebody wanted the same another character, so I did two of one character. So the only one that lingered about was uh, Polaris when she was strong. Remember that? And she had the weird kid and play who haircut. Polaris. 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 All right. How do you pronounce it? Pol- yeah, Polaris. Polaris. Whatever. (laughs) Polaris, whatever. Remember when she got strong for those like three issues after going through the Siege Perilous and she had like a super high like Mohawk thing and she Mm. was just She-Hulk without green skin? Mm. That's the version of her I drew and that's the only one that didn't sell. Misogyny at work. Interesting that's the only one that didn't sell. Yeah, fucking misogynist. Yeah. Um, but if I can sell all of my X-Men drawings, um, you can sell all of your Bat-Tober drawings. Yeah, we'll see. I have faith in you. Again, follow Scott on social media, at ScottyGuide on Twitter, at Ryan Cody on Twitter. Um, you know, and, and I can't sell my thing because it's not something that can be sold, but uh, you could uh, join the Patreon. Mm. You know? Yeah, do it. I have a I have a Patreon tier. I have a I have a uh, commission Patreon tier. If you're a patron for I think eight months, you get a free commission. Boom. Hop on Pays board. Not eight, not eight months. It's like six months. I forget. I don't know. It's my most expensive tier, but at the end of it, you yeah. get a commission. And if people sign up for that tier, then I shed a tear because <laughs> support makes me cry. Yeah, right. Yeah. Inktober, bitches. Uh, you want to just sit and watch me drink the rest of this? Mm. All the pepper floats to the bottom, so you really get that pepper kick. That cracked black pepper. I have my setting on, like, high, so I get the biggest chunks of pepper. Oh, it's so good. I can't wait to eat this celery. It's so gross. It's so gross. Anything else, Scott? No. I want to go.